0: I am Tate Frazier, and as always, I am joined by the kid, B.J. Armstrong. And, B.J., it is Christmas week. We have NBA basketball coming back. We have the Christmas Day games. It feels almost like normal. Uh, I- I'm excited. How are you feeling? You know,
1: it's like walking into an NBA arena and your energy is not good as mm-hmm. you're getting dressed to go to the game. hmm you're sitting in traffic you're a little <laughs> bit frustrated you're a little bit annoyed because it's what should be a 25 to 30 minute drive now just took you an hour and a half and suddenly when you walk in the arena the popcorn you smell the popcorn you walk into the building and you get this the familiarity of you know the people when you see in the arena you see your teammates walking in. You see the the, the visiting bus is there mm. and something happens. And that's how I feel right now, Tate. I, my energy is up right now. I'm really, I'm kind of turnt up right now. I'm trying to be low key right now, Tate, but I'm really turnt up because <laughs> in a couple of days, we're back,
0: baby. Yeah, there's that picture of MJ back in the day where they had the little cry on that says "low key turn." And yeah, uh, and, we, 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 <laughs> I think that's where you, that's back, where you are, you know? low key. It's like the first five
1: <laughs> minutes, you know. I feel like right now we got to call a timeout just to calm down. Let's take it down a notch, guys. Yeah, you know, all right, hey, all right,
0: yeah. We'll we'll, we'll huddle take... up here. We'll take a timeout, and
1: but, uh, yeah. but I'm a li- <laughs> I'm a little fired up. I'm a little fired up right now because, you know, this is, you know, the season. The bubble ended, we didn't know what to expect. Now mm. the season is started, we don't know what to expect. But I smell the popcorn right now. Mm. The games mm. are about to begin. The load management is over. You know, as my friend good news would say, Mr. Cliff Livingston, he would always say before every game, "What time is it?" <laughs>
0: well, <laughs> right now take it's game time, baby. <laughs> it's game time, and it's a, it's a beautiful day because, like we said, we got NBA basketball coming back this week. we got Christmas Day games, and BJ, we have a very special edition of today's Pushing Through, and the first of many, because we are going to have Eric Woodyard, who we've had on the program before. He is going to be our NBA insider. Wait, what? Yes, that's right. An NBA insider for Pushing Through, BJ, and we're going to have Woodyard come on and give us a rundown of everything in the NBA. We're going to have him on once a week, once the season starts, and... uh I'm excited, BJ. We're fully locked in. And that's why, you, as you said, it's game time. Let's go.
1: Well, it's game time. And now we can take our listeners, mm. our audience, inside the locker room <laughs> with the true insider. Where the popcorn is, yes. Where the popcorn is at. <laughs> and we're going to have some incredible takes. But more importantly, we're going to have someone who is going to really give us insight into what's mm. going on in the NBA from inside, you know, this, this world. So uh, it's a pleasure for us to have him here on PT. I'm looking forward to it. And um, I can't wait to get him on because uh, we want to know the inside stuff and wood is going to give it to us. I like to call it every time I talk to him, I call it the hard wood because he's yep. going to give it to you now. he Wood <laughs> gives he he, going to give it to you. This man is one of the hardest working Men in the business Mm. and no one's going to outwork him. So we should have some great stuff here this year. And and we will always we will always have the story before the story. And we're going to have the story after the story. Yep, because Wood, he the real deal. (laughs) So we're lucky to have him. We're lucky to have him.
0: A Flintstone, one of Flint's finest. He's going to be on our program again, NBA reporter for ESPN. Now our insider for pushing through and BJ, the good news is we don't have to wait that long because right now joining us is Mr. Eric Woodyard. Let's go. Uh, Eric, we're really excited to have you do this for us. And uh, first and foremost, welcome to pushing through and welcome to, uh, you know, the pushing through family at large. Appreciate you,
2: man. Appreciate y'all. Thanks for having me for real. What we
1: got to get right into it. You're the correspondent. <laughs> you know what's going on in in the NBA. You know, there's so many storylines. Let's start off at the top. What mm. is really going on here with the Lakers? Is this a team that you feel that can repeat in the 2021 season? Mm.
2: Definitely. Um, It's rare that a team could win a championship and come back stronger. But on paper, it looked like this Lakers team is stronger, you know, and they just locked up all of their business with LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Kyle Kuzma yesterday. Shout out to him, Clint Michigan, the building.
1: That's right.
2: But, you know, just shout out to, you know, them. And I think they they got better, you know, with the moves that they made, upgrading with Montrezl Harrell and, you know, that bench as well and every every everybody that they brought in. So I definitely think they have the tools to repeat as long as everyone stays healthy. And, uh, you know, they, they got their business tied up, so they're ready to lock in and, and play the ball
0: and would you talk about the top of the league and the Lakers are obviously the team at the top of the league but we have a lot of players that are being thrown around for MVP Giannis is the two-time reigning MVP obviously we know about the LeBron James MVP campaign we heard about that in the offseason we know about Luka Doncic he seems to be someone that's thrown out there as a favorite now it seems in Vegas uh is, is there someone that you point to you know or that you've heard or you expect to see at the top is AD one of those guys because I haven't heard much about AD and obviously you know he was a a finals MVP caliber player there in the bubble
2: yeah my my personal pick you know is Luka Doncic I think he's just it's a perfect storm right now with you know the way that that team is built and set up for him coming off the season he had within the bubble but anytime LeBron James and AD are on the court they're MVP candidates so uh, definitely you have to consider those guys but my personal pick I think Luka Doncic is going to get it honest obviously Giannis will be in the mix and a guy that I think will have an All NBA type season, but not be an MVP candidate, uh, I think is Donovan Mitchell. That's kind of a sleeper guy that I'm, I'm picking to have an All NBA, maybe 13, be in consideration, be an All Star. But um, my pick for MVP is Luka Doncic.
1: Mm. You know, sticking there in Utah, you're quite familiar with that situation. What can we expect from the Jazz this year? They've locked in their two premier players, they locked in Rudy Gobert, they locked in Donovan Mitchell. What should be our expectations for this group and for this team?
2: I think they'll be within that four to five range. Uh Hopefully if, if everyone stays healthy, I think the loss of Bogdanovich last year really hurt them. I mean, nobody really talked about that, but them jumping right into that situation without their second leading scorer, I think that hurt them a lot in the bubble and could have been the reason they blew that 3-1 lead. You know, even though, that's not an excuse, but I think that having that second firepower where Donovan Mitchell doesn't have to take as it, much pressure, you know, as to score night in and night out when you got a guy like that. And um, I think they would be within that, you know, four to five range. They could move up, but that's that's what I personally see.
0: And you got a guy there like Mike Conley who obviously, you know, has a ton of talent. We've seen him be successful before, but hasn't quite worked out in Utah with the fit there. But then in the bubble – you saw you know signs of life, so there's potential for that to happen. And you know, I, I kind of want to ask you what about the ripple effect, you know, of Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert gets is the biggest contract in big history. Uh, I know BJ is very happy to hear. There's 205 million dollars for the Bigs, but is there a ripple effect around the rest of the NBA? Are other Bigs excited? Or the Andre Drummonds of the world and Joel and Beats like are the rest of the Bigs celebrating because you know Rudy Gobert gets this big deal and commitment from the Jazz?
2: Yeah, definitely. And, and it also just shows, you know, staying in your market, what, what type of extension you can get by staying mm. there and being loyal to your franchise. So I think the ripple effect on that is you don't have to jump around and bounce around to get the bag. You can be in Salt Lake City. You can be in Milwaukee. <laughs> you don't have to be in these big markets. And I think that's what that shows. And it may it may have a, a greater commitment to guys to, you know, be loyal to their markets and kind of get back to the old school days where guys stay, you know, with one team for the majority of their careers.
1: Mm. You know what i'm gonna call this question here the hard wood question this is a hard <laughs> this is a hard question here i've been watching the warriors in the preseason mm. obviously the injury to clay thompson is a very significant injury we have some people that think they will advance possibly to the second round maybe i've seen some of the experts say conference finals. And then I've seen other people say they won't even make the playoffs. The hardwood says what about this Golden State Warriors team?
2: I think they will make the playoffs, but I think possibly AFC, and it's going to be dependent on if everyone stays healthy. They can't afford to have not one injury to a top guy, Draymond Green, Steph Curry, Wiseman, like they, damn it has to be perfect for them to make it. But I do, Pick them to make the playoffs. Just, I mean, they have that championship pedigree. You know, MVP obviously, and Steph Curry, one of the greatest ones in NBA history. But that's my answer. They, they, they gonna get in that AFC spot. But you know, everybody else, <laughs> they can't afford not one injury out there.
0: Mm. And it is a year for a guy like, you know, Kelly Oubre, maybe to get into the most improved conversation. You know, he's going to have a lot more eyeballs on him than, than he had had before there in Phoenix. And what I want to ask you about, you know, the area that you know very well, which is the Midwest of the United States. Some of those teams. Uh, I, I want to do a temperature check on the Detroit Pistons because I find them to be a very fascinating team. Obviously, you know, the GM there, Troy Weaver, he's come on the show before. He he wants to make splashy moves. He has made splashy moves. They have a very interesting team. You have a guy like D Rose mentoring a young guy like Kilgian Hayes. Um, what is what is the word in in Detroit? And are the fans you know are they up to snuff about what's going on with Trey Weaver? Or are they still trying to get you know get it all together and figure it out? Because Jeremy Grant is also there. You know, one of the guys in free agency that was very coveted.
2: Yeah, they're trying to figure it out. They're yeah. trying to figure it out here. That's the temperature of the fan base in Detroit. You know this. I'm in Michigan now, that's why I can say here. But just being in Michigan and feeling, they they love that lunch pail mentality, the going to work, the Pistons, the bad boys' business All the teams that have been successful in this market have had that tough-minded DNA. So the moves that Troy and the front office are making is not really necessarily for this year. It's two- to three-year plan in advance. I mean, if you looked at the roster last year, no disrespect, you could barely name who was even on the roster. So I think the first thing was putting guys – legitimate NBA players on the roster, Jeremy Grant, Mason Plumlee, you know, Okafor, and they might not make sense right now, but I think it was at least putting pieces in place to try to have this two to three-year plan that they're working at. And they didn't really lock anyone down long-term either. So it's like these moves they're making could be interchangeable, could be pieces that they move at. I can tell you they're very excited about Killian Hayes. I've heard mixed reviews here and there. You know, Dwayne Casey said he kind of compares his game to a young – Jason Key, I'm not sure. That might be a little out the out the door, but just a <laughs> skill set. That's how he sees it. Right. Obviously, D. Rose mentoring him, and uh, you know, I think uh, I've heard off and on, you know, mixed. But they're giving him the keys to the to, to the car. It's gonna be up to him to see how he develops. But uh, I think they're looking more toward the for the long long term and kind of putting those that groundwork down, that foundation down.
0: Quick break to get a word from our sponsor, DraftKings. The 2021 basketball season is here. The teams run the league, took the offseason to retool and revamp, and are ready to hit the court. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, has rolled out another one of their can't-miss offers. Trying DraftKings Sportsbook is easy, so what are you waiting for? Get in on all the action now. To celebrate the return of basketball, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new players 100 to 1 odds on any featured matchup this week. That's right, all you have to do is bet $1 on any featured matchup this week, and if your team wins, you cash a crisp one hundred dollars. While we are all excited for the return of basketball, let's not forget football playoffs are right around the corner. So head to the app now to check out all of DraftKings' daily odds boost. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, making it easier for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your own convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings sportsbook app now and use promo code Last Dance when you sign up to get one hundred to one odds on any featured matchup this week. That's code Last Dance for new players. To Get a shot at $100 on any feature matchup this week. For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Back to Pushing through. Hmm. Let's skip a little bit west
1: there on I-94, which I'm sure you're quite familiar with being up, uh, <laughs> a Michigan native. <laughs> What's going on with my Bulls, my beloved Bulls? <laughs> the young Bulls.
2: <laughs> yeah, the young Bulls. Well, what's going part.
1: on? They they got Billy Donovan, they got a new general manager. Um, I thought it was a terrific draft choice this year with Patrick Williams. What's going on with our Bulls and well what should we be trying to see what they're doing in, in as far as their timeline?
2: I think the same with them. You know, they're kind of in that same situation as, as the Detroit Pistons where they're trying to, you know, establish relevancy. We're coming. We're talking about two teams that, you know, no disrespect, had really, really bad seasons last year. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, they both see the potential. They've had success. They've been championship franchises. And now it's just establishing that DNA and seeing what works, seeing what doesn't work, and putting guys that not only match the DNA of the city, but the organization. So you see that out there as well with – I think they really want to run it back with that. A lot of people might look at it as, hey, why are we bringing these guys back that weren't that good? But – you look at the Bulls roster last year, they were hurt, you know, a lot of, within the season. We didn't see a lot of Kobe White and uh, Zach Levine together in the lineup. You know, and, and no disrespect to Jim Boyle. He wasn't a player's coach. Guys was, didn't really respect them, you know, by the end of the season. So I think they're running it back, and they, they're banking on, you know, having good health. They hired a new trainer out there, and they're really in the same situation. Detroit is just trying to establish some sort of foundation out there. And building for the future and and they think they have some nice solid pieces out there to start with mm-hmm.
1: Wood, do you do you really or i should ask you what is your expectation to sign lori marketing there's been some talk about him obviously they drafted him i would think they were looking at him for long term do we expect to get something done here with him as far as a possible extension
2: that's what, that's what I'm not sure about. That. I think, you know, they really want to see how he bounces back this year. You know, he's talked about over and over, you know, as far as, you know, this year being a proven season for him. I think they want to sit back and see what they get out of him. And as far as an extension, I'm not sure how quickly they want to move on that. If, if, if it was me, I would, you know, ride it out this year and just see how he performs. But uh, I think that's, that's, you know, everything at this point, they're looking at making different moves and, you know, just trying things out, just giving it a run back and seeing what works out. But I don't think it's like a sense of urgency. I think they're kind of in that where they're, they're willing to make moves, anything to move this, you know, make this roster relevant again. And they want to see how guys perform this year before making any long-term decisions on guys.
0: Mm. And BJ and I are both in the camp that we, we like Billy Donovan in Chicago. He did a great job last year with the Thunder and, you know, putting that roster together and piecing it together and, Kobe White is, uh, I know Kobe a little bit. That's your guy. Tate. That, that's that's my your guy. guy. Come on. That's <laughs> he, your guy. He, he, he shout he, out to North Carolina. That's, T- that's Tate's guy right there. He, he's a great yeah. Carolina kid. Uh, would he, he just loves the team. He loves his teammates. He loves being around the gym. So I think there's good juju in Chicago. I don't know if that was necessarily the case last year, obviously, uh, like you said, with the boiling, not being necessarily a player's coach, but I think Kobe's bringing that good juice in. And, uh, I think Pat Williams is, a, is is a talented player. I think if if you're a Bulls fan, you got to be excited when you see him. He's already started some preseason games too. So um, I, I think there's optimism for the Bulls for the young Bulls. Yeah,
2: that's how I feel too. And, and, and I can tell you this: Kobe White, you know, has worked extremely hard. He's a gym rat. You know, he stays in the gym. Mm-hmm. His brother, you know, was a was a coach as well and played ball, and you know, was living with him last year. And I can tell you, they worked extremely hard. My biggest thing with him, I want to see how he can run a team. I know he can shoot. I know he can score. How can you, you know, facilitate facilitate this team? And I think Billy Donovan is doing the same thing. He has a great mentor, Chris Paul. You know, so, you know, he, he knows who to speak to. He has great representation. You know, I think my biggest thing with him is really seeing, can he facilitate, can he dribble? You know, can he run a, a team from a point guard position? Because that's that's going to be, you know, the next step for his career. Is he more of a point guard? Is he in that, Or should he be using that Ben Gordon type role where he just scores off the bench? And I think mm. this year is going to tell us that.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. And then one more team in the Midwest would, uh, we're going to go to Milwaukee because obviously Giannis Antetokounmpo decides to commit to the Bucs, uh, signs the Supermax deal. Uh, you talk about a ripple effect that went everywhere around the league. <laughs> you know, teams are upset that were posturing to maybe make a pitch to Giannis Antetokounmpo, but at the end of the day, the Bucks are in a much better position than, than most teams in the NBA. What is the feeling around Milwaukee? And uh, are they not getting enough hype? I feel like as a team that can really contend for a championship this season.
2: Yeah, they're they're always a pretty low-key market. As great as Giannis has been, it seemed like – I know he's crossed over globally because he's from out of town. but I mean, not from the United States. But I really feel like they're just really, really low-key. They don't have much controversy out there. It's kind of run like the Spurs organization. You look at Coach Bud, and he comes from the Spurs organization. So, they're kind of trying to build that type of, you know, build that type of foundation out there as well. But um, as far as him signing, I wasn't really shocked by him signing. I think the timing of it shocked me a little bit, but not with him signing because, I mean, he was still going to high school games to watch his little brother play. Like, he's very accessible, always around, kind of low-key, low-maintenance person, and we all know his path to the NBA. He's, he took a very untraditional path, sometimes wasn't eating, and to get this type of money, it's hard to turn on that money. You know, everybody talks about it, you know, like, over and over, would I have taken this, would I not? But, I mean, who, who can really turn on that type of money? Mm-hmm. The largest in NBA history, so. Uh, it, it didn't really surprise me at all either.
1: Yeah. Now, Wood, I think all the things have been written and what you just said. We we agree. Great kid, great organization, no drama. But at some point, Wood here, this is a performance-based show, you know. Right. We call it the PT, you know, and that, the <laughs> P and the T stands for pushing through. Right. Now, Wood, we need to know the following question. Uh-huh. Is this a championship caliber team? And do they have enough to win a championship? You got the back-to-back MVP, you got the defensive player of the year, you got the coach of the year, you had the best record in the league, and would. I hear the coach said, and I'm just paraphrasing here, that well, we don't know if, you know, we don't know if this is a, you know, How did he say? I think he said something to the to the effect, well, if we don't win a championship this year, that's not our main concern. Something to that effect. Now, yeah, Wood, I don't know how that works, but tell us here on pushing through. Wood, what is this?
2: Yeah, I, I asked him specifically. I said, him and Giannis, I asked him, I asked the question. I said, is this a championship or bus season? And that was his response, paraphrasing what you said. You know, hey, we we don't know. We're just trying to build championship habits. Personally, in my opinion, I feel like that window of opportunity to win a championship is slim. You know, so you have to take advantage two three years that you do have it. Right now, I feel like they're capable of reaching the finals, but I don't think they have the firepower to actually win the title. I think they're still missing, like, that one piece. Unless Chris Middleton comes out this year and just has that dog and that feistiness that we all want to see out of them, but I think they're a championship. They can't get to the finals, but just the way that they're constructed, I, I think they need one more piece. They that back Donovan's deal would have been great with it for them. Mm. You know that that other extra firepower that score. I do think that was an upgrade with Drew Holiday, but I just don't know if they have enough to actually win the championship. But they are my pick coming out of the East to reach the finals. But I don't think they could be LA in the seven game series.
1: Mm. So, what we can put on record here. that the milwaukee bucks will be coming out of the east
2: that's that's my pick for the east man i'm picking for them to come out the east but i still like i say i want to see how middleton comes out this year is he more aggressive i know he's a chill low-key guy great person as well but i i just think they're missing that one last piece to really take them over that hump because it's still it's not written in stone it's not like everybody's saying milwaukee's gonna come out the east so that tells you right there it's not a hundred percent confidence in that I'm picking them to come out the east, but I still, like I said, I think I just would like to see that one last piece. And I'm not sure what that is. Maybe Dante DiVincenzo steps up and, and uh, really takes it to the next level. Maybe they get aggressive. Maybe Drew Holiday helps them. Maybe all these new pieces they picked up from Brent Forbes and DJ Augustine and Tory Craig, but I, I just feel like they're missing that one piece.
0: Mm. Mm. That's a good point. Wood. we, uh, I think it, BJ. You know, I think that's the biggest storyline right now. Is just to see will the Bucks get over the hump as we head into the season. Obviously, Giannis, like we talked about, reigning two time MVP. The eyeballs are all there. He's made his commitment to Milwaukee. Um, so even though they are low key and they like to stay out of the headlines, maybe this is the year that the Milwaukee, the Milwaukee Bucks are discussed. And uh, when they are, we will bring you on Wood to uh, to let us know the deal and what's happening there. Uh, like you mentioned, they're going to lose a second round pick for the Bogdanovich botch, botching of that entire trade. So you know, they'll figure out the fallout from there. Um, Wood, is there any story before we let you go? Is there any story that you're working on right now or that you're focusing on just to uh, – before the season kicks off that you're kind of locked in or even just a team or a player or whoever you may be watching uh, before before we get things kicked off?
2: Yeah, definitely. I'm watching a lot of different things. Obviously, we, we talked about the Milwaukee Bucks, but I'm watching, you know, just everybody within that region. I got some big stories. I can't reveal exactly what mm. it is right now because, you know, we're still working I on like it. I like that. Uh, just, just check me out. You know I'm on Instagram, e underscore Woodyard, W O O D, Y A R D. I'm on Twitter, constantly putting out news. Uh, we just put out the stuff about the Milwaukee Bucks and getting that second round pick too. But uh, I definitely will be keeping you guys updated on everything I'm working on. And, and just follow me, man. This, this about to be a big year for me. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to grind.
0: Mm we love it well Eric Woodyard you heard it here first uh, NBA reporter for ESPN also going to be our insider for pushing through Uh, Wood we appreciate you coming on and letting us know what's going on in the league and uh, we're excited to have you back next week man
2: appreciate y'all man thanks for having
0: me right, Wood be good